Hi, everyone. I want to take a quick moment and welcome our new listeners at Grateful Dead Public Radio Nashville, which you can find at gdprnashville.org on the internet. Um, this Songs and Stories podcast has been around since 2007, and since the beginning, it's been a part of Grateful Dead public radio programming, including their, their, their incarnations in Philadelphia and New Jersey, and now here in Nashville, or there in Nashville. I'm on the West Coast, but you're over there. So just wanted to say thank you. I appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy it. Let's go. Welcome to Songs and Stories, the not-for-musicians-only music podcast. Hey there, welcome once again to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories, episode number 137. Coming to you uh, midsummer, August is right around the corner. I don't know how that happened, but uh, I hope that wherever you are listening or playing or streaming or downloading, uh, things are treating you well this time of year. We're having a good time here on the West Coast. I've been playing a lot and talking to a lot of folks and uh, having a good time in the music realm. Uh, this podcast uh, is really one I've been looking forward to all year and trying to wrangle together for a long time, which is kind of ironic since the the person I'm talking to and the venue we're going to be hearing about is really about five minutes from my house here in, uh, in South County, Santa Cruz, near Watsonville, Corlitas. What we're going to do in this podcast is something kind of different. We're going to be talking to Born Archer who owns, uh, he's a proprietor, proprietor, I can talk really well midsummer, of Treasures Roadhouse in Watsonville, Corlitas, California. It's a little burg kind of outside of Watsonville below Santa Cruz. And I say this all the time, and I'll probably say it over and over during the interview, but it's the nicest room in the county. Uh, it's I'll let Bourne kind of tell you the whole story, but basically this is a, a venue for hire. It's a rehearsal space. It's also finding a very prosperous life as a an, an, an events venue. They have a, a boutique once a month on Sunday afternoons. It's been ring, it's been used for a lot of private parties. It's just a great, wonderful event center. Holds about eighty people. It's been treated to sound like a really amazing music room. In fact, if you go back to um, episode number 135 of this Songs and Stories podcast from a couple of months back, I talked to Austin producer, songwriter, Griff Morlix, the, right after he played there, and he said, wow, this was an amazing room. I'm going to tell all my friends in Austin, which is good, because the word's starting to spread about Treasures Roadhouse. I've also played there a few times, and in fact, I'm doing a benefit for the Santa Cruz Animal Shelter on September 27th, if you're marking your calendars that far ahead. So I think what I'll do is, instead of playing CD clips like I normally do, I'll let you hear what this room does actually sound like live. Here's a couple of clips. This is from a duo I'm really fond of that plays out at Treasures quite a bit. Uh, Madrigal and Strange doing a song called Jubilee. And then a little bit of a live Hank Williams song called The Old Country Church from a show called Hank Williams Reincarnated that was put together by... Ron Wilson, Patty Maxine, and some of their friends a few months ago. So let's hear that, and uh, then we'll talk to Bourne Archer and hear the story of Treasures Roadhouse. And it creeps around on out west Texas plains Where the wind sweeps dreams away 
There's a cafe run by a local girl Jubilee's her name She lives her life in Key Swamp Who's never stretched her wings thinking and I, I interviewed Gerf Morlicht after he played her a couple of months ago right and we were talking about this room and I don't know if, I hope the podcast picks it up but this room has a really just nice oral feeling I mean there's a you can tell it sounds good in here and even like I think 
you can kind of hear the lights, but there's nothing else. Right. No, the, the sound travels really well. Yeah. Um, just even in this normal speaking voice. Even, yeah. You know, people even standing in the back room, they're having conversations, and I feel like I'm standing right there with them. Right. You know, so, which I have to tell people that when there's performance, because they don't realize how well the sound does travel. It does. So, and you can... Yeah. And it's very clear. You don't even have to project. It just carries. Not at all. Yeah. It'd be a good spot for an interview like this, or like the new series you can do. So before we start talking about, about Treasures, so you're a singer. I know you're from yes. Locomotive Breath. Yes. Um, uh -huh. And you've owned restaurants. Well, yes, I have. I've been, I was in the restaurant business for over 20 years. Right. And you came to this spot at near the Five Mile House in Freedom, California, looking for a restaurant originally. That's correct, okay. yes. Okay. And then what I was happened? going to be closing my burger company. Right. And Aptos. Um, and I was looking for a new location. Yeah. So, and someone had told me about the Five Mile House, which is right here, outside here on the mm -hmm. corner. He's pointing to the left, so you can because <laughs> you can see that where exactly. I'm pointing to. Exactly. And um, told me that that space was available. Um, I came out to look at it. I really liked the space. Um, I called the owner mm -hmm. of the property. Um, they, we made an appointment. They met me out here and showed me the space and. As we're walking through it, I'm really liking it. It has everything I need. And mm -hmm. then he says, oh, well, you can't put a restaurant here. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Do you not know what I do for a living? I know, yeah. I know. And you know, he explained to me that you know, the property, they have two restaurants already right. here. Um, and that's all that they're allowed by the county to have. Oh, that was so, a stipulation. Yes, oh, okay. Yes. So it wasn't so, a courtesy. It was like, you can only have two here. That's correct. And it has to do with uh, septic and sewage. So uh, that's why they're only allowed two okay. restaurants. So because, yeah, because they are septic, actually. Yeah, because one's kind of breakfast and lunch only. One's a Mexican restaurant, and then right, yeah. lunch and dinner. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't. They don't. So the only way we could put another restaurant here is one of those two clothes closed, and then uh, we could put another restaurant. That but, was. That was yeah, why. Okay. Yeah. But so, you walked in here and I did. Well, I saw that space, and then he told me it couldn't be a restaurant. And then I actually noticed that this space was available for lease also, which right. I didn't notice before. Right. And um, I asked him to show me the space, and he explained to me that it can't be a restaurant either. Right. And I said to him, I said, well, entertain me for a moment. I said, yeah. just show me Open the space. Open the door. Just, just show, show me. me the space. And, and, to, and to interrupt really quick, this space we're sitting in, it was a stove company for years. In uh -huh. fact, it has these roll-up industrial doors behind it, which you've put to good use during the weekends. Oh, yes. Um, so it, they, they sold stoves and chimneys kind of things here for a while. Then it was curves, which was, means they gutted the place out. Right. It was just a hollow shell. Right. So uh -huh. you walk in. Uh -huh. yeah. I walk in through the front door, which is all glass, um, and I immediately just see this long, empty room, and I immediately see theater, honestly. Yep. Um, it was like a big old wave, it just hit me head on in my thought <laughs> theater. And as I walked into the space and actually got familiar with it even more so, it's just, you know, um, obvious to me that, you know, maybe I needed to transition into something else. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's what I decided to do. Right. You know, a lot of people say, oh, that's, you know, good music, it doesn't pay, this and that, it's so hard, it's such a tough business. I'm like, hey, you should try the restaurant business. Yeah, <laughs> you, because you, that's a really tough business. You've as done well. tough. So. You know, um, but I decided just to transition overall into something different. Mm -hmm. And um, I had been moving into music for a couple, maybe a few years now at that point, too. Right, right. Um, so, you know, I was really open to the idea. Yeah, and plus in this town, there's, there's a huge musicians community. Oh, so it's, you were it's connected. enormous, and yeah. I actually had no idea even. I mean, yeah. I just kind of, I think I was just kind of sticking my toes in the water, but... Now I'm kind of, I don't know, maybe I'm waist deep now because it's huge. It's well, and huge. trust me, and you probably discovered this, but if, if you are running shows in a venue, people will find you. 
<laughs> they do, which is yeah. nice. But I mean, not at first. It's a little overwhelming, too. <laughs> you know, first I was on the phone calling all these people. I'm going on Craigslist looking for bands and this and, and that. And I was sending you back. Also talking to people, sending people I already know who right. you know, are, are musicians. Right. And um, just trying to make connections with people that are looking for a performance venue. Mm -hmm. You know, And slowly but surely it's building. And then people started calling me, which really kind of... Um, it took a lot of the weight off of me, um, mm -hmm. not, not entirely because I'm still out there calling people all the time. Um, but Booking it's definitely a lot of work. getting the word out that we're here and having people, you know, get interested in the space and wanting to perform yeah. here has been great. So, and I've met so many fantastic and talented musicians here. You know, not just the ones that come out here and perform and do shows, but even at the open mics that we have. So, right, right. Yeah. And you're getting some loyal patrons, I think, too. I think Definitely. I was here in one of the one of your Sunday shows a while back, and there's a they're, cup, they're, they're horse people and he's an artist but they, they come by here on the way home on Sunday evenings they see who's playing they go, oh we'll stop we'll come in and they do. see the show they do yeah. they do oh yeah and, um, they're a really nice couple I yeah. really enjoy them and they come to quite a few events uh -huh. here open mics and also our yeah. regular shows and stuff yeah. too and you've done things like I know for the for the open mics, which are kind of a regular thing. I think if you don't have a Sunday show booked, you do an open mic. That's right. We had an open mic last night. And you'll do barbecues and pizzas and last stuff. night was taco night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I made tacos for everybody. Right. And right. one of the things too, which was fun, uh, like I think a couple weeks prior to that, we had burger night. Right. And you know, I had burger biz, so it was kind of fun for me to serve burgers again. And yeah. People really appreciated that too. I'll bet so. that's the connection. Yeah. So you really kind of picked this place. It was was it about May of last year. May is when I, I took the space. You kind of like turned the switch. In September. Right. Mm -hmm. So what went on? I Between mean, May and September, lots a lot of building of and a lot of help from a couple of guys. Uh, that we oh, know. definitely. Uh, Ron Wilson, yeah. you know, he's definitely a major player right. in creating the space here, um, turning it into what it is. And he's still very heavily involved uh -huh. with promoting, performing right. um, ideas. Or he's got a lot of. Uh, creative juices going all the time so you know I just kind of feed off of him a little <laughs> and he inspires me too which is really and didn't great he build his riser up here or Rick Zeke as well um, Ron built this actually yeah. yeah Ron built the stage it's a really nice like one foot riser it's just tall enough to be a stage and be able to see everybody but exactly. it's not imposing uh -huh. there's a great room that behind space. it yeah you it's know, really the cool space. so um, Ron also built uh, a lot of the sound treatments that you see all the baffling along the walls on the mm -hmm. sides and in the back uh, Tim Prince mm -hmm. um, is the sound engineer who designed them. Big fan of um, Tim Prince. Yeah, Tim's He great. worked on my last record. Yeah, oh, did good. he? He did. Yeah, yeah. He well, it. Tim was actually the very first place. He has a barbecue every year uh -huh. um, in May. Right. And um, when I was with Locomotive Breath, um, the classic rock band, that was the very first time I performed for an audience. Oh, wow. It was out at his barbecue. And so I was like... I was scared to death, but I was really excited about it too, and it turned out to be just a really amazing experience. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. And so you, you opened up, I think it was November, was it? That was sort of like the open house. That's when September, I played. September, was it yeah. September? I kind of fall. feel like it was, yeah, it was in the fall. Yeah. So it might have been November. I feel like it was maybe November 8th even. Yeah, I think so. you were doing like a soft open for a couple of months to kind of get people to be aware of it. Right, to come out and see the space, mm -hmm. see what it's here for, right. and, you know, um, just to, I think to, you know, I, when I opened the space, it was for, I, my intention was to create a space where musicians can come play and have an audience that's there to listen. Mm -hmm. You know, we wanted to create a listening venue. Right. That's what we've done. Right. And that was the intention all along. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of found from my own experiences going out and seeing people play, 
um, in different places, you know, restaurants, bars, clubs, you know, outdoors, wherever, yeah. a lot of times, you know, there's just all this, like I think we talked about earlier too, there's this noise pollution uh -huh. and there's all types of things happening, distractions going on and people are up there playing and I'm like, hmm. I felt like, you know, I see these artists and I see how they just honed in on their craft and I right. thought, you know, they really deserve some attention. Especially songwriters. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm. And instrumental, you know. Right. It's right. beautiful to, to watch and to listen. Right. You know, but when you have so and so back in the back watching dishes, you know, it kinda of distracts from right. the beauty of it, I think. Yeah. So. And that's like uh, for people like like what I do and what you do too is um, unless you're playing a house concert, which is you know, people are there to listen to the music and then socialize between right, sets, right. which is kind of how the, that's that's the dynamic and that's how it's set up, um, the protocol. Um, p places like this, there really aren't that many. I mean, there's Kumba Jazz Center, which is that's the high end place, and it's you know you pay for it. Correct. This is also high end; it's just a smaller venue. Um, and then we have my wife and I host shows out on Carlitos once in a while, and that's kind of a listening venue. Um, but there aren't a lot of places like that. Not a lot. I mean, there's some, but. But of this caliber, there's nothing. That's <laughs> right. And the other thing, too, is we're all ages. Right, right. You know, people can bring their families well, and something you you know, introduce their first, kids to music, to live music. When we first came here, there was no drinks, and you said, I don't want, on a, I don't want a nightclub. I, no, I really, there wasn't, I didn't want a nightclub. Yeah. I wanted a music venue. Right. You know, right. a performance space, a studio. Yeah. Yeah. So we've yeah. done a lot of live recordings here now, also, with uh, bands that have come in and performers. So, and uh, one of the... Uh, Local uh, videographers that we worked with, uh, Vince Sanchez, he uh -huh. really loves the space and he's been really promoting us. Oh, and, good. Uh, he's good, been good fantastic. Job. He's actually going to be loaning me a couple uh, lapel mics for the show we have on the 18th here, oh, which is Pete's show. Right. And that's called PTA, People Talk About Art. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll be the first guest on that. <laughs> that's going to be a monthly show. It's going to be a monthly show. Um, each month she has a different artist, mm -hmm. musician, um, that she brings in. Um, they have a short interview on stage with a live audience, mm -hmm. and then they will perform um, a short set afterwards, So, which is really nice. That's and cool. it also gets or allows the audience to see another side of the artist. They actually get to know a little bit about them. It's kind of like why I do this. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Absolutely. different. It's different. Uh -huh. So that's going to be, what's, when's the first show? Uh, Friday, July 18th at okay. 8 p.m. We'll be here. And um, so, besides, is there, a, is there a list of, of people lined up to be interviewed by her? Um, she started her list. Um, okay. A lot of people are interested. So, I don't know who they are all okay. and what order they're going to be in. Okay. Um, but, yeah, she's working it out. I think she has it already through October of this year. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. So, there's a lot of interest, which is really so nice. I'll contact so. her and I'll, I'll put links on the notes for the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and so besides this being a performance space, it's a venue space, and it sounds like it's been, it's also starting to become very successful as a multi-use facility. That's right. We have a lot of private parties, mm -hmm. um, birthdays, anniversaries, mm -hmm. you know, going away, whatever it might be. Yeah. We have any reason to celebrate is a good reason. Right. <laughs> right. Um, we also have a, a unique boutique, which takes place like every third Sunday here, where we have 12 we were vendors last... come out, and they sell merchandise, yeah, um, cool. a lot of original, you know, yeah. um, art, um, jewelry. Um, vintage jewelry, um, just kind of um, one of a kind finds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we liked it because we often we'll go to we'll go next door to the Cadillac Cafe, and if you have, you know, Laura Strange and Stephanie Madrigal playing, we'll hang out. Right, with right. the doors opened up, or there was a, the boutique, so we hung and out. And that Sunday's twelve to two when they will be playing the music, and nice. the boutique is ten to three, like every third Sunday. Uh huh. Yeah. And um, and it just you get I think you're getting a lot of walk-in people just going what is this place exactly we yeah. were in the we were actually in the restaurant and someone said what's that place next door and someone said 
I think it's a rehearsal space, and we kind of piped up. No, it's actually a venue. It's a really nice venue. We kind of gave them the whole spiel. Yeah, yeah. So we always pipe in and kind of interrupt and let people know. Well, during we the week in. and even on the weekends when I'm here, I've started um, opening this garage door because we've got the garage door here on the side, which mm -hmm. is great, and it gives people a peek inside. And right. then it also kind of creates a little curiosity, and they start kind of coming in and asking a little bit about it as well. Right. So. That's yeah. really cool, and that's I think that's kind of cool because because it used to be sort of an industrial stove place. They have these industrial roll-up doors. Oh, I know. And it makes it great Which for loading perfect. in. It makes it great for side entrances. The bands love it. Yeah, love it. yeah, yeah. And we have bands all genres really yeah. that come here and play. Assist so, played here a few months uh, ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we've actually we've had some punk bands that are playing here about yeah. once a month, twice a month now. Um, starting to be pretty consistent, starting to build an audience with them as well. Nice. Um, it's a younger crowd, so they it's all ages again, which is a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah it's interesting. I usually do sound for them too. So I'm actually being with a uh, big bowl of I'm of being enlightened into the punk rock. Yeah. You know. And the big genre and the well. big fishbowl full of earplugs at the door. Oh, I have them. <laughs> I do. I, I thought do. it was funny because I, I'm, I mean, I love Assist and Depender is a friend, a good friend of mine. I love Assist. I love the metal, the metal scene, especially. I mean, I know Assist really well. And um, I just, but I am, I am becoming sort of a crusty old fart. And I love the fact that you go to a metal show, and they turn the music up really loud. Then you put in earplugs. Can you just kind of like find that balance? It's, it's kind of my, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're really good. Oh, I, I agree. I oh, agree. That was funny. So, so you're doing a lot of stuff here. Yeah. We are. We are. Yeah. So it's a mix of regular open mics, curious people poking their heads and discovering this cool place. Um, and you, you've had a few. I mean. You know, in the songwriter genre, like I, I mentioned this a little bit, Gerf Morlitz is a, like a major Austin name. And I, how, did, how did he end up here? Uh, Marky Starks. Oh, okay. You know Marky? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Marky's a good yeah, friend Yeah, she uh, was my lead for that. Um, they contacted me and um, asked me about the venue, about seating, mm -hmm. all the questions they have about sound and yeah. stage and all that things. And I um, was really excited. Um, and I had never heard of Gurf at that mm -hmm. time either. So but you've heard then his I, work with the Cinderella. Then I started researching team. him yeah. and looking at his music and listening. I'm like, oh my God, I'd love to have this guy come play. You yeah. know, and he came and did a solo performance and he was fantastic. Had a really nice audience. He um, filled the place up and he, he got a really whole bunch of new sound people in my here. room. And he's been promoting us since too, right. you know, to his fellow musicians back in Texas, which is great. Um, That'll also, get you a, yeah. That'll get you a lot of people too. Yeah, we're starting to get some people out of the LA area, which is great. Oh, good. Uh, Chauncey Bowers is going to be here next Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, he's performing, and then uh, Brad Collerick on August 9th. I'm going to miss him again. I'm excited about that. Yeah. And so um, we're growing. The word is getting out, so good. it's good. I know Gurf, and I, I mentioned this earlier, but at the night that he played here, he actually stood at our house down the road. We did a we did a podcast interview at our kitchen table, and and he was just raving about the place, and, and he actually has his. If you go back to podcasts, you can hear it. But he has his house set up as a studio, and he's. I like to go into rooms and kind of listen. And and he goes, I could just tell when I. He goes, when he goes. I said when I said when I saw, you know, Treasures Roadhouse. I thought going to be peanuts on the floor. And he walked in and he said, I, I just was amazed at the sound of the room. You know, he could tell it was a good room. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I'll, I'll put a big thank you out to Tim Prince for that too. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where did the name come from, Treasures Roadhouse? Treasures Roadhouse. Well. Um, Treasures actually, it came to me before this space came to me. Uh -huh. um, I was actually looking at another location in Aptos um, to move my restaurant. Mm -hmm. And when I was there, um, I really liked the space. Unfortunately, it didn't work out, but then on the other hand, this space wouldn't be here yeah. if it had. Right. So, um, but my intention was to call the restaurant Treasures. Oh, okay. And 
So it's the name. The of name stuck with me. Yeah. 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 And so then when I came out here and I saw this space, and I thought, you know, I still like that name, Treasures. And then, you know, where we're located here, we're right on the road. You mm -hmm. know, it's a busy intersection, and we are literally a roadhouse. Right. You know, so we just added Roadhouse to Treasures. And that that's works. how it came to be. So, yeah. And Treasure to me actually wasn't about the space itself, it was more about the people the audience, the musicians that come through, mm -hmm. because I find that they're, they're the treasure. Yeah. You know, we're like the chest. Yeah. <laughs> so. I like that. And you've got a movie screen now. When's movie night? Uh, I don't know. We're working on that. Yeah. You know, we have some fun ideas, and different people have um, some thoughts about that as well. Mm -hmm. um, we have some interest. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, it's a great space, and um, I'll be here in a couple of months, too. I'll be I am. You'll be some, here in we'll September. Figure. Yep, that'll be yep. fun. I think I will do my, I'll do like a locals only kind of show, just a whole set of songs that take place in the county. That'll be I fun. like that. Yeah. That'll I be think cool. that'd be a great set. Cool. Well, good talking to you. People will relate oh, to that too. I think so. so. I think it'd be a fun thing to kind of, to kind of market the show that way. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, this is the part that I'll edit out because I'm, I'm stuck for something to say. <laughs> we covered everything. I'm thinking of a closer. Odd silent moment. No. <laughs> right? No. This is when I'll edit. Um, hmm. I would like to say that the neighborhood has been really supportive of the Roadhouse as well. Yeah. Um, they really like us being here. Um, they're enjoying that there's a, it's in a sense a community space. Yeah. Um, and it's available to anybody that wants to use it. Yeah. Well, so, I, I think, we've been really respectful as well to yeah. the community of trying to be conscientious of sound and everything right. and the late hours. And we've had some fantastic shows here, and we've even had some that go to 1 a.m., mm -hmm. um, like our New Year celebration with Keith, right. Keith Greninger. Keith yeah. um, that was really a fantastic show. And um, I think as long as we respect the neighborhood, we'll be mm -hmm. just fine. So, And it's yeah. important to me to do that as well. Yeah, you know, and I think um, something you mentioned earlier, it's a music space, but it's not a club. You're not going to have, you know, we've all heard, I'm not going to give any names, we've, we've all known about venues that were like close to neighborhoods, maybe in Aptos, that had music with, with a bar attached, and, you know, depending on who's playing and the crowd attracts, eventually you're going to have to have some situation you have to deal with. You're not going to have that here. I won't have that here. No. Yeah. No. That's a good feeling. Yeah. 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 And I think the one, the one that, you know, the one, I think your workaround with alcohol is that if you booked a private party, that wasn't open to the public, or you pre-sold tickets, you could have like could serve wine because it would be a closed party. Right, right. It'd be yeah. a private event. Right, right. So if somebody did want to do a show and wanted like to have a couple of drinks available, that's an option. Correct. It's we just don't sell any alcohol. Right. You're we right. don't provide it or sell it. So. Right, right. Yeah. So that, that there's there's a workaround there, but you're not going to have <laughs> any any kind of wild parties or no. 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 It's no. a music space. And I'm here pretty much for every event, so yeah. I do oversee things as right. well. So right. that's very cool. Well, belated congratulations, and I, I can't wait to play here again. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Good job. Thank you, Michael. To be totally honest, we're very glad that Bourne didn't open up a restaurant and call it Treasures. We much prefer the Treasures Roadhouse. Uh, that is in Corlitas, Watsonville, California, and that is Bourne Archer, the proprietor of 
Treasures Roadhouse. It's really just an amazing place. And I know I was listening to this back. I know the my recorder picked up some buzzing from the lights, but when you're there for a show, it's very quiet and very cool. It was there was something going on that day. Anyway, it's a beautiful room. It's a wonderful place. I hope you're if you're around. You, you come and see it and come to a show. And if you're traveling, if you're a musician traveling through uh, the Central Coast, the Santa Cruz Bay Area, it's a great place to do a drop-in gig. You can find out all about that on treasuresroadhouse.com. Uh, and also to go with this show I mentioned earlier, but if you go to michaelgather.com, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com, I'll have some links to go with this podcast, Songs and Stories number 137. Uh, coming up at uh, Treasures Roadhouse, I'm just glancing over the um, the website really quick. Uh, Pippa's doing um, her People Talk Art series every month as a live as a live taped uh, interview and performance. The next one is going to be in, in August. Um, coming up is a guy I'm really fond of, Brad Kollerick uh, from Southern California. He's a great songwriter, and I've met him and worked with him a little bit. He's going to be there on August 9th. And then moving ahead a little bit, I'm going to be there on September 27th on a Saturday with a duo called Those Guys. We're going to split the night and we're going to do a benefit for the Santa Cruz Animal Shelter. And that's going to be September 27th. But check out treasuresroadhouse.com. They have vocal workshops with Pippa. They have playing together as a band workshops with Ron Wilson. A lot going on, uh, concerts and events. It's a great place to book for any kind of get together event. Um, it's just really a neat place, and I, we're hoping people discover it. They're starting to. It's one of those things that kind of take time, so we're doing our part here at the podcast. So that's it for Songs and Stories number 137, uh, the talk with Born Archer and Treasures Roadhouse. Coming up next, uh, a couple of friends of mine have CDs coming out. Jay Hallett, who's been on the show a couple of times, has a new record, as does Keith Greninger, has a very special new record coming out, and I'm going to wrangle those guys for a couple of episodes. And so uh, stick around, whether you heard this on Grateful Dread Radio or Casey Cafe Radio or you found it on Facebook, Twitter, my website, or iTunes. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to Songs and Stories. Oh, and actually Stitcher, the, the app Stitcher is carrying this as well. So thanks to the Stitcher folks. And if you're listening on Stitcher, thank you very much. Um, we'll talk to you next time on Songs and Stories. Thanks again. Take care. <laughs>